want to talk to someone about it we need to talk to someone we about need to talk to someone about <laughs> <Louis>. <laughs> <Hey>. kate <laughs> i feel like we're playing cafe no i'm in your house we just <laughs> ate some lunch i've got joseph <laughs> under the table because he's just started crawling and five days in he's already pulling himself up let's give it a go recording i don't know how this is all gonna work <laughs> <laughs> it is been <laughs> It must be nearly a year since we were in the same room with a microphone and it just makes me so happy and so happy to be recording Cafe especially because, man, adult friendship is just hard. <laughs> like even just getting in the same park awkwardly making eye contact with each other a la yeah. Bandit and Fido. Let's take the customers' orders. What customers? Jack, can you be our customer? <laughs> was this singing out to you this episode? It definitely was for so many reasons. And I think because not only adult friendships are hard to make compared to the ones our kids seem to make instantly, but I think for men as well, it was really interesting to see that it was two dads who were trying to make friends um, because I really think that like for dads, especially with young kids, so much of your life just does get compressed um, and maybe mums are offered more social opportunities. So for dads, how do you strike up those conversations? How do you make other dad friends? <laughs> it's a real challenge. Well, start by copying the kids, obviously, <laughs> because uh, Bluey and Winnie in this episode just hey. offer a masterclass. Hello. Hi. Do you want to play cafe? Oh, yes, please. This can be banana bread. Where to start? It's like perfect match for, for dads, really, wasn't it? Like, were you getting overtones of, like, year seven with, like, tick the yes box if you want to be my boyfriend? Like, <laughs> Yes, always yeah. facilitated by someone else. Like, yeah. who was ever, you know, who was ever taken on that kind of uh, level of romantic organising themselves rather than had a friend put them up to it? And, yeah, yeah Blue Bluey is the perfect offsider in this situation. <laughs> But Winnie's my friend, and you're friends with her, Dad. Well, I wouldn't say we're friends yet. Why? Don't you like him? Well, yeah, he's a good guy. So why aren't you friends? So we open up the playground. It's clearly extremely early in the morning. Um, you can hear the bird calls. Bandit um, looks like death. <laughs> you know, he's on his phone, he's scrolling, but his eyes are all puffy. He does not want to be there. And Bluey is very happily... Um, doing her thing when we meet Fido enter entering the gate with Winnie um and the girls just seem to like click straight away it's amazing actually like did you ever experience that with like like were you that person that was like oh yeah we're just playing or were there were there barriers to overcome uh, I don't remember to be honest and I don't know if it, yeah it's been colored by my experience as a parent where you kind of trying to nudge that to happen in the playground but yeah it doesn't it my kids are definitely not at the stage where that happens automatically oh so will is just like i will run up to any child and just say hi <laughs> like, like if you're vaguely a similar sort of like age to me i will yeah. just instant friend instant friend <laughs> And like everyone goes, like, oh, that's my friend. I'm yep. like, oh, that's nice. Like, it is nice, isn't it? To be just uh, like seeing the world as your friend. Like, to 
for, to my point of view, like that's such an optimistic approach. I'm sure it's just normal to will <laughs> and adorable. But yes, I wish I could be that optimistic, <laughs> especially with other parents in the playground. I struggle to get beyond the, how old is yours? Yeah, yep, that, mine's that. Yeah, okay, nice chatting to you. <laughs> Um, Will had his first swimming lesson last week and there were two other parents there and we were doing the awkward like parent chat. So I was very much channeling Bandit Fido. We were talking about um, which kinder we were sending our Mm -hmm. kids to, uh, whether we had other kids, you know, what you did for work. But, yeah, it does seem like there's very set conversations that you have to start with and then you can start branching out into more diverse (laughs) offerings. (laughs) And, yeah, hard on on the basis of those kind of set topics to really work out if there might be a potential soul slash playmate out there, I think. (laughs) Um, But I think um, we do kind of see that there might be a natural kind of affinity between Bandit and Fido, but not before. So we find out um, Winnie's name and then Fido introduces himself. Uh, Hey, mate, Bandit, Fido. Did you detect a bit of an eye roll at that point from Bandit. Oh, no. What, that his name was Fido? Yeah. I oh, thought really? that was a bit of a double take. Did you Perhaps think it was, was a bit projecting... like basic dog name? Like, <laughs> like, is this the, I don't know, the Epony Ray? Of... <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Um, it is a very classic dog name, I suppose. I did some research on this, actually. Did you, did you? Go for it. <laughs> so, Mary, I was really intrigued about where the dog name Fido actually came from mm-hmm. because, like, it's always been almost a, like a replacement word for dog in a way. Yeah, like, I think so. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's pretty cliched, I would have argued, but, um, yeah, we haven't seen it in Bluey before. And I was looking on the American Kennel Club website and okay. they have quite a lot about the origins of name Fido. So apparently um, Abraham Lincoln um, in his pre-presidential life had a dog named Fido and this dog was almost always with him and the people of Springfield would report it was a common sight to see Lincoln walking down the street with Fido walking behind, carrying a parcel by the string tied around it. <laughs> And As you do. Apparently, Fido would settle down and wait for Mr. Lincoln outside Billy Biss Barbershop while mm-hmm. he got his hair trimmed. Um, and he could easily be lured into a game involving jumping and twirling when young children came by. Um, so when he became president, apparently Abraham Lincoln got rid of the dog. Oh, what? I know. <laughs> oh, black but, mark. But, like, this lovable floppier dog who followed the president around sort of became um, ubiquitous as being like uh, a, a popular name for okay. you know someone that was incredibly loyal um, and uh, something that was had high fidelity. Basically, yeah. Well, I think Fido, like in uh, I'm going to say like the Latin, maybe like that it'd be faith, like yeah, like faithful, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, I, it says here the name derives from a Latin word that means to trust, believe, confide in. So trusty or faithful, love yeah. it. Yeah, a very topical presidents and their dogs because um, I feel like having a dog is maybe not the original, but one of the very early kind of PR moves that a president could uh, make because Trump, like, famously did not have a White House dog, whereas now Biden's in the White House with 
he's a faithful companion and <laughs> yet so much has been written about all the all the reasons why a president should have a dog and why we shouldn't trust presidents who don't like bit of a bit of a, there was um, a whole ad campaign about it really i don't know yeah, there were ads and it was like it showed basically every president with their dog and then it was like would you trust a man without a dog and then <laughs> i think they've done some research basically people generally don't care about people as much as they care about their dogs right so yeah, so it was like contrasting this quote from. <laughs> That's caring about dogs, right there. Well, that like, is yeah. my small dog. At the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, it was contrasting like this quote that Trump was saying, like, "Can you imagine me picking up poo on the on the lawns <laughs> of the White House with Biden, like you know, gently stroking the ears of his yeah. beloved Poochie? I don't know what their dog's name actually uh, is. No, um, I didn't get that far in my no. research, but um, mm. nah, let's not We're bother researching. The the yeah, it's yeah, fine. Look, We'll um, give Wikipedia a break this week. <laughs> so uh, Fido, instantly from his name, we can tell that he'll be a very faithful friend. Aww. You know the bit that won me over, though, with Fido mm. was when um, uh, Winnie said, we've only got banana bread, and he said, oh, okay, I'll have it toasted. And then he turns to Bandit and says, the banana bread's pretty good. Because yeah. I was thinking, all right, that's a good indication that they're all on the same page. They're like playing games with kids. Mm-hmm. You know, he's willing to let a little bit of that coolness. <laughs> oh, wow. That was my child just pulling a shelf down on himself. He's fine. Um. <laughs> well, we only have banana bread, sorry. Oh, well, uh, I'll have some banana bread. Toasted, please. Great. And what would you like? The banana bread's pretty good. Good. <laughs> because... That's letting the level of vulnerability in, you know, it's a total mm-hmm. stranger and he's showing that he's prepared to play and he's not like that cool dad in the playground mm-hmm. when Bandit's trying to keep it together and be like, oh, I don't play with my children because I'm, <laughs> you know, in Pirates. Yeah, I thought that was a really nice sort of moment where we kind of got the sense of Fido as a guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And, yeah, more more than a hint of... um banditness about Fido I reckon so yeah you can kind of start to see the stars might be aligning here which is really nice but yes of course they're never going to align quite fast enough for Bluey (laughs) (laughs) well we just need to get to know each other a bit better first how long will that take it'll take as long as it takes you sure take a long time to make friends well, how long does it take to make friends? Oh, actually, you know what? This episode made me think about Mary when mm-hmm. we very first met at university <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that by the time we went through our first pub crawl, we were all very, like, best friends for life. <laughs> so, <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. So does but, it take longer to become friends with someone when you're older? Uh, I think it takes quicker if you have a pub crawl involved. <laughs> which I'm all for. Hard to do uh, pre-dawn in a playground, unfortunately, (laughs) but perhaps we should all just be packing a sixer as we um, hit the park. I don't know. Uh, How do you feel about breakfast straight away? Yeah. The plot would have been, yeah, unrealistic to me if breakfast had happened straight away. That that just doesn't happen, does it? Like it takes a bit of time to build, you know, like even, even offering breakfast straight away which it wasn't Fido offering breakfast it was um Winnie the yeah uh Bluey's equivalent enthusiast but yeah I think making the offer or accepting the offer too early would would feel a bit weird it's a bit like dating yeah seeing like like if I met someone in the park and then they were like come over to my house right now and have breakfast with me I'd be like psychopath (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm never going to your house and I'm never eating breakfast with you. You know, like it does take time. Yeah, well, I would balance that with, oh, but I do love breakfast. So, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a balance to be struck, definitely. Customers! Yeah, it is a good school, actually. Here are your chai lattes. And it might be less stressful than going to the healer house because I have to say, watching Bingo trying to pour the orange juice, oh. my heart was in my throat the entire time. I was like, why is no one helping her? She's grabbing this big carafe of, like, orange juice and she looks half dead like Panda was in the park. But, yeah, so sleepy and, like, just the wobbly chink and, like, lifting it to try and get it to the perfect pouring point. Oh, my God. I couldn't watch anything else in that scene. (laughs) At the end of last year, um, the two Ludo co-founders, Daley Pearson and Charlie Aspenwall, um, were talking to a like an online kind of forum about creating screen for kids mm. um, that I think Screen Australia put on called Screen Fest. And it was a great chat just about, you know, all the different ways that people come at entertaining kids. And, um, and yeah, I heard a lot about making the magic that is bluey. But um, Daly actually described that scene as the perfect example of creating a co-viewing experience because he said that scene like every kid is just glued to what bingo is doing and waiting to see will she spill it won't she spill it doesn't matter what the parents are saying and it was quite a high level conversation going on about how you know when you're a friend with someone um but it was you know but every parent can relate to the conversation but every kid and also you Kate (laughs) just glued to the drama of the orange (laughs) juice uh which is definitely an episode highlight so I thought that was cool that that was that was the reason behind that um, particular piece of yeah theatrics from Bingo. It's all like a little bit <laughs> Just, of a yeah. moment first yeah. thing in the morning, exactly. <laughs> Which you know it, it does highlight, yeah, how tra- <laughs> how high drama breakfast can be. Definitely. Can I come and play cafe tomorrow? Yeah, if you get up early. Okay. Although I did think maybe, um, yeah, a, a, the healers really transfer your orange juice into a carafe, people, or <laughs> or was it fresh squeezed? I don't know. Like oh. either way, couldn't really relate. <laughs> but, yeah, breakfast seems to be a big event at the healer house. Mm. Um, still on the same kind of does this make sense in real life considerations. I, my, I was thinking holidays because okay, like, maybe. we did see in Jody drop off like the big rush to get out the door. There's no way they would have been going to the Okay, park so yeah, definitely. Um, the reason I guess they're going to the park is because Bluey needs to be entertained while Bingo sleeps in. Mm. And they get to the park, meet Winnie, and hear that Winnie also has a sister who sleeps in. So my uh yeah alarm bells are instantly going like wait there's two whole families out there who have children that sleep in like is this really a thing like I I don't believe it yeah I'm uh yeah I'm seriously doubtful okay but it is a fictional show (laughs) perhaps that's where I need to make my peace with it but I don't know like uh, it, it, what time do you think it is that they're getting to the park? Is it just actually Bingo's waking 6:30. up at the normal time? Like, you know, maybe maybe 7 o'clock is a reasonable sleep in for a kid. But, yeah, not not one that I can really relate to. Maybe, like, if the stars are still up. Like, it almost seems pre-sunrise, but surely they're not going down there at 5. Like, we're in Queensland. I've got a sister, Bingo, but she sleeps in. That's why she's not here. My sister sleeps in too. If they're going down there at five, my heart is just breaking at the moment. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Anything with a five in front of it is a no-go zone for yeah. me, I have to say. If I wake up and there's a five, I'm just like, right, how can I get uh, this child back to sleep? I don't know. As possible. I need to rewatch this episode and see if there's like a telltale clock anywhere or something like well, that. there's a lot of bird song. That's to, true. To so me, yeah. which says dawn. Yeah, so okay. I'm guessing, so maybe, yeah, right, 5.30, maybe right on six. Maybe but right I, on This six. is just a traumatic conversation. Perhaps we park it. <laughs> well, it's interesting that um, Bandit, you know, the bandit walking through the park where Fido's already there on the bench and um, says, back for more, and he said, it's got to be done. Mm. You know, there is that hint of fortitude but also kind of excitement. That, yeah. Like there's an interest, I would say. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. And and that grows. Like we do see by the time they then take Bingo to the park and, um, and Bandit misses out on his Fido interaction. Well, Fido, we have no choice but to... Oh, Dad, can you push me on the swing? Oh, yeah, sure. Sorry, mate. No worries. By the time where they then got Bingo sleeping in again, he is power walking to oh, that yeah. park. Like, Bandit needs a friend, which um, is good to know. <laughs> yeah, because I guess he's held up as a bit of, like, a role model for dads. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's nice to think that um, just like in sleepy time that they're not perfect with their sleep, that maybe he needs a bit of work in the friendship department and improving those relationships. Anyway, um, I really loved, and this was the highlight of the episode for me, that chase around the playground. Oh, when, yeah. Um, Fido and Bandit are pretending that they've stolen the sugar for the chai lattes. <laughs> you can't just eat them. Um, sure, we won't. It's just this joyous romp um, through up and down, all the different play equipment, um, you know, and I just love it. I think um, that bit as well where, yeah, you can just see that joy in Bluey's face when she's back at the breakfast table relaying everything uh, that happened. Yeah, you know you've had a good day with the kid if it get the whole day gets retold or even any element of the day gets retold at the dinner table. Like that just makes me so happy. It really does. Yeah, we've been doing my favourite thing um, before at mm-hmm. Will in at night and so often like we'll have a great day out and we'll do all these amazing things. So I'll be like, what was your favourite thing about today, buddy? Expecting to say, oh, when we got the tram into the city or when we did this thing, when we saw this friend. They'll be like, oh, my peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Dude. You mentioned Bandit and Fido sitting on the benches for that um, classic got to be done exchange. Yeah. Keep an eye out um, in those benches scenes for a long dog. Uh, mm. We haven't done a very good job so far this year <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> mentioning long dogs, but they're out there. And if you do want to know, what a long dog is or where to find them, we highly recommend our friend on Instagram, Long Dog Spotting, um, who does a scene-by-scene breakdown, not just of long dogs but of special little clues and things that are just interesting as well. I think he started on tennis balls now as well. So, yeah, (laughs) man after our own hearts. (laughs) Don't know if there's a tennis ball in this. I'm sure there is. We're going to make disgusting smoothies for you and Fido. Well, we're going to eat all your gingerbread, man, and run off without paying. Oh, they're not here. Well, I guess they don't come every morning. Let's um, move a bit forward, Mary, to that scene right at the end where Bandit and Bluey are racing to the park and they get there and then and Winnie and Fido aren't there. <laughs> um, 
have you read the little prince yes yeah this really reminded me of um the tale of the prince with the fox Mm -hmm. and um how the fox talks about taming someone yes um i've got a little excerpt which i'd love to read you just a smidgen of because this is one of my favorite books like every time i need a good clean cry like this is the book i turn to so the little prince says, I'm looking for friends. What does that mean, to tame? And the fox says, it's an act too often neglected. It means to establish ties. And then they go in and um, the fox says, to you I am nothing more than a fox, like a 100,000 other foxes. But if you tame me, then we shall need each other. To me you will be unique in all the world. To you I shall be unique in all the world. And so... I'll cut to the chase. The the prince agrees to tame the fox. Mm-hmm. He, to do this, he says he needs to come. The fox says, you need to come every day. So he comes and he said, what must I do to tame you? He said, you must be very patient. First, you'll sit down a little distance from me and I shall look at you out of the corner of my eye and you will say nothing. Words of the source of misunderstanding. But you'll sit a little bit closer to me each day. Um, and then the next day when he comes back, the fox says it would be better to come back at the same time. So the fox, for example, if you come at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, then at 3 o'clock I shall begin to feel happy. I shall feel happier and happier as the hour advances. At 4 o'clock I shall already be worrying and jumping around. I shall show you how happy I am. But if you come at just any time, I'll never know at what hour my heart is to be ready to greet you. One must observe the proper rites. Um, but there was so much of that that just really spoke yes. to me about cafe, like the look out of the corner of the eye, particularly at first, but coming at the same time and how that rite and that ritual really does establish that tie of friendship. Definitely. Um, yeah, I loved it. Oh. So as soon as I saw that scene, I was just like, oh, this is like, you know, when he's not there, so his heart's sad because his friend's not <laughs> it there makes it's the just heart not grow the... fonder yes exactly <laughs> wow it's almost as good as a pub crawl i love it <laughs> <laughs> that was a great pub crawl <laughs> dollar pots whatever happened to a dollar pot um they must exist I, look, <laughs> in my mind bandit and fido make it to the pub eventually right like their, their relationship <laughs> extends beyond the playground oh yeah they're on a whatsapp group you know like cool dads of red hill and like all the memes yeah <laughs> yeah i imagine that they both do a bit of wordplay like there's mm-hmm. like a bit of banter going yep. on like yeah about smoothies and things like that <laughs> anyway so bandit and bluey they're just not having a great time and that beautiful conversation that they have really does tug on the heartstrings I guess about how they miss Fido and Winnie being there and I think it's in this moment that we really like it's almost the big reveal that Bandit's like yeah I do like him yeah I do want to be his friend um so we got there Mary we got there with the friendship <laughs> you're rocking it Joe. <laughs> Just thinking is going to grab the microphone straight no, yeah. up. Like, <laughs> it's like herding cats. <laughs> herding one adorable cat. I know. Oh, this is back to the old days. <laughs> I know. Where we had Cass sort of squirking in the background. He was a squirker. Yeah. Joe is more a... Uh, Wrecker. Yes. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> that. Um. Anyway, Uh. yeah. So the reveal is there. And then all of a sudden... Um, Winnie runs in, followed by Fido. Winnie! (laughs) Sorry we're late. Buggerlug slept in. No worries. We were just heading back for brekkie. Oh. Uh, Okay. No worries. 
And then finally the invitation for breakfast. Uh, what would you give to attend breakfast? Like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, just Fido and Chili are going to get on so well. There's like potential little sister dates down the road. Yeah. But how do you, how would you feel if your husband turned up at 7 a.m. in the morning and you had guests for breakfast? Oh, I feel like Chili has been clued in that this might be happening. <laughs> like, I, yeah. Well, Chili. We shouldn't. We should mention Chili's essential role here as well, in that she's almost been coaching Bluey yeah. in how to get the dads to make friends, um, and you know provides that classic line. Well, a cafe is a great place to get to know someone. So I think um, I think Chili will not be shocked and will deal with the situation with a plum <laughs> better than I possibly would. <laughs> I was like, you do not want to be in my house at seven a.m. Uh. Yeah, you're going to see people in pyjamas, you're going to see people yelling, I need the toilet, like, yeah, it's all happening. Sometimes it's good, though, to bring a friend in, a new friend in on the ground floor, I feel like, you know, it's <laughs> it's like, you know, if you can't handle me at my worst, <laughs> and here it is, are we still friends? And then, yeah, that's the ultimate test. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pub crawls and breakfasts. Okay, we're, we're there. Can we that, please? Yeah, righto. I um, love. We should talk about quickly about the music. Oh, yes. Now, it's an it's an original, but I really enjoyed the use of sort of weekend style guitar sort of riffs oh, combined was. with almost like a fluty pan pipey sort of melody. It reminded me a little bit of the Nescafe Gold ads from the nineteen nineties, like the coffee. <laughs> I know that very specific. Yes, so relaxing. Yeah, yeah some of that relaxing, but it's sort of echoing bird call mm-hmm. and um and I noted a lot throughout this like they really did use a lot of like background bird noise when they're out in the open in inverted commas mm-hmm. and yeah I I just thought it was very clever. Joe really liked the music too. Um, <laughs> Not as much as wrecking your house. <laughs> How long does it take to get to your place? Yeah, not too long. Here, I saved you some smoothie. Oh, thanks. Um, most valuable player for you in this episode, Mary? Oh, uh, look, gotta love, gotta love a new face on the team. So I think Fido, yeah. who who really was the one that put it on the table, that perhaps he was. He was potential mate material. Um, yeah, Fido for me. And actually played by an ABC journalist, Elliot oh, Fish, oh, who, nice. um, yeah, I think I only know that because he tweeted it and was very proud of the achievement. Um, he's a dad himself. Yeah. Oh, imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's my most valuable player too. Love him. I hope we see more of him and Winnie in future episodes to come. Um, quotable quote, I think mine would be, I saved some smoothie for you. <laughs> Pretty right cute. End. It was adorable. Well, the, the precursor to that line, um, they forgot to toast it. Yeah. Like that was a real bonding <laughs> moment for me. And yeah, how, what could, what brings people together more than just complaining about weight stuff? Like it's <laughs> very relatable. Yeah. <laughs> oh dude, that's a power board. That's all right. Um, Oh, it's worth mentioning that we've got an array of toys <laughs> out and he's just like, ooh, small dangerous piece of Lego. 
thing I want to pull down on myself. Marble run to pull on my head. Yeah, oh, no, it's nine months, months now. Can you believe that? This gone so fast and no. slow at the same time. You are rocking it, Mama Kate. This, <laughs> this boy is just ready to take on the world. <laughs> Um, yeah, but how far, like, Bluey and Winnie are just streets ahead of, you know, Bandit and uh, Fido finally sharing the pretend smoothie, whereas, yeah, they're piggybacking on out of there. It yeah. just goes to show, yeah, kids kids have got this situation nailed and we could learn something from them. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, let's do a quick mailbag yes. that isn't quite a mailbag because it's actually a for-real-life moment. Um, we have to say hi to... Oh, Emily. Uh, yes. Um, hi, Emily. Emily from Sunbury slash Kate Otway Lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> who uh, bumped into our good mate Anna um, on holidays over the summer break so this uh, just, near Apollo Bay. This <laughs> made my day because Anna... Um, as again, she's one of a good friend that we were friends with since that uni pub crawl on the fateful first day. And she texted us to say, You'll never guess what. We, I just met a fan of yours. Um, apparently, she was talk, asking about like favorite TV shows. And Anna said you could just tell she was itching to get it to her favorite topic, which was Bluey. <laughs> And mum said something along the lines of, oh, yes, we all like Bluey in this house, even the grown-ups. Ah, go mum. Go mum. I think Anna said something along the lines of, oh, my friends have a podcast about Bluey. And Emma's like, you know, get me a cake from Gotta Be Done. She may not have said it in that exact tone, but, you know, Anna said. That's how excited we were. (laughs) Anna sent it to us in all caps. So, you know, all caps to me is pure excitement. And hi, Emily. Uh, We're so happy that you listen. Mm. Thanks for listening. And for spreading the bluey love. And actually very relevant to this week's episode, to the cafe episode, I reckon, because that is the one cut through that works so well with parents. If you're trying to get to the bottom of who your potential parents' friends are, you know, at the park, Maybe dropping a bit of, you know, so been watching much Bluey is actually pretty effective. Oh, it's good patter. It's really good patter. I had a kindy get together the other day and someone was like, so did you see the new Bluey episode today? And I was thinking, it was a while ago, buddy, that it yeah. is. I will go with you on this one. I was like, oh, yeah, it was great. It was Postman. It was like, yeah. Let me give you my 20-minute 20, 20 pricey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an expert. Yeah, I think I'm sort of lost in when I started to want to talk about the music and things. But just as well, we have this forum where lots of people actually care. So. Uh, well, good to know Emily cares as well. So hello to her and her little sister and her mum and dad. And yes, awesome to know the listeners are out there in the wild saying, yeah, meeting each other. <laughs> well, it sounds like you all had a lot of fun. Yeah, we did. If you want to see, hear, or engage with Got to Be Done, there are so many ways that you can do that. You can find us on Twitter. We are at Bluey Podcast. You can find us on Instagram. We are at Bluey Pod. On Facebook, we're at Bluey Pod. And you can email us as bluepod at gmail.com. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> so professional, Kate. I should add for everyone at home, that was all done with a baby trying to eat your hair. So <laughs> that is the level of professionalism we're reaching here at Gotta Be Done. We are just hitting new heights. Uh, I love it. Um, We'll talk to everyone next week. In the meantime, it's got to be done. Got to be done. Bye. Bye. They eat a sugar packet. We made run. Grab the sugar. Get it, Winnie.